Look, here's the deal. Okay, You're either going to have one of these yeah. or one of these on Saturday. It's why bottles not, or buckets. Why not both? Well, you're going to start with both. And if you're not prepared to have a bucket next to you for the vomitous feeling you're going to have about Saturday, then I can't help you. This game has everything we're excited, what we are nervous and what not to sleep on. And this just in, it's a lot. Next on Locked on Bulldogs. You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. A second Friday episode, you love to see it. Bonus content from you fellas here, brought to you by Game Time. We love them, more on them in a second. Thanks, Game Time, for sponsoring this episode. Um, uh, Clint, Yeah. Our typ- in typical Friday fashion, we gave you the locks. We had to get those out there for the people. They them. needed them. Daddy needed them, if you will. Um. Uh, and now it's Friday, and our typical Friday rhythm is we are going excited, nervous, don't sleep on. What do you should yeah. what should you be excited about about this cocktail party? What should you be nervous about? And what should you not sleep on? Um, I have a feeling each segment is going to be full. And so I'm not gonna waste any more time here at the beginning. I've been gone. You've been holding it down, but we've not gotten a lot of time to converse about this game. I've heard some things that you've had to say on our podcast, but you've not heard very much from me. No. We've not had a lot of chance to talk. We, I said when you landed, we needed this episode. This episode is this is really what we necessary. What the people needed, and by the people, I mean you and I. Correct. By the way, it's taking every fiber of my being not to talk about Mike White in this basketball program right now, but I'm not going to do it. But Georgia fans, you gonna, know what's happening. I'm going to let you know. If you haven't, go research this five-star kid. You know what's happening, and you better get on board quick. I'm ready to be heard again, Clint. I'm ready. I'm ready to be heard again. It's very evident. Um, Let me tell you what to be excited about. And I'm not okay. going to mince words here because the Florida fans listening don't deserve for me to mince words. Yeah. Be excited uh-uh. that Billy Napier is still the coach of Florida and hasn't been fired yet because this man is not in the same classification of coaches as one King Kirby Smart. This is a wish I was Kirby Smart if I've ever seen him. He hired a wannabe Kirby Smart so bad it hurts me defensive coordinator and he is out there playing sunbelt football in the SEC be excited Georgia fans that at the end of the day it might be the cocktail party it might be in Jacksonville it might have you feeling all of your feelings Georgia might Georgia's best player might be on the sidelines Georgia might have injury concerns all things Carson true. Beck might be a first time starter in the cocktail party all these things might be true but at the end of the day 
Uh-huh. Our team is coached by Kirby Smart, the king of college football. Correct. But that's not my point. <laughs> oh, See, this is how bad it has to be for my point is not Georgia has the coaching advantage. Look at Kirby Smart. I want to be clear, Florida fans, because you deserve it. My point is Georgia has the coaching advantage. Look at Billy Napier. He's not Dan Mullen. He's a better recruiter than Dan Mullen. If you watch, I'm in. I'm finished in my differences. By the way, I I I I ran out of things. Billy Napier's face against Utah. That's all you needed to know about standing there and taking it, Clint. You want to talk about a man who was just standing there taking it. Just getting punched in the face and being like, I, there's nothing I can do. Georgia fans. Georgia fans, let me ask you. Okay. Is that the guy that's going to beat you? Is that the guy that's going to beat you? Be excited. Here's what, I, again, I too. Now, Now, again, listen, focus in. Please, let's all let's all come together here. Let's get some blinders on. Mm-hmm. Come back for next segment. Okay, people, there's a, don't leave the pod. There's a part two to this. There's a yang. There okay. is a yang. But let me ying for a little bit mm-hmm. here. It's actually yin, but there's no. That's uh, yeah, thank you. I, I'm, yep. I'm sorry. You can yang if you want. <laughs> when I'm not here to stop you. I am excited Mm -hmm. to snatch the soul Mm -hmm. and suckle all of it down and and watch a fan base Mm. get absolutely ramrodded out of Twitter spaces, out of comments, everywhere. Florida fan, you are going to hate me and Daniel and all of us on Saturday. You are going to hate us so much more than you do now. Your filth, I said it, I typed it, I put it out there for everybody to see, and I stand next to it. You, and you cheering for Florida. You, like Billy Napier, just stood there and took it. You took it. Because you can't do anything else about and it. And what you told me was, y'all better watch out for Saturday. Okay, but no, but like, but like, give me more evidence that you have confidence in that. Let me ask you this, Clint. Let me ask you this because you're talking about taking the soul of a fan base, and I and I want to get there with you. I want to. I want to. I want to be there. Do Florida fans, because I'm starting to sense that they do. And kudos, by the way, to Brandon. Came on to the pod, did. did the crossover, and 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 called it like it was. Still a Florida fan. Respect yes. that. It's fine. Yeah. You're a fan of a program. That's great. Some Everybody makes poor life choices. That's one. That's one of them. But do Flo- are Florida fans getting, the closer we get to Saturday, are they talking themselves into a win here, Clint? Are they, are, Florida, are Florida fan fans is doing the – Are the they like, doing it? Well, I know. I know we're not going to like Why not us? Okay, but here's the thing they're doing. They're they're saying that to the the plastic face to you and I, but I guarantee you what happened. The the Twitter and the text threads mm-hmm. that were abundant, they they're got on themselves said, into a win. You won't believe what what a lie I had to tell locked on. George is gettable. 
Georgia is, is, is going to be, we're going to Persall is going to go for a buck fifty. Mertz is easy. him. Our we're, running well, they, game. Well, they we have the better stop. quarterback in this. We got the better quarterback in the SEC. And if I'm going to be honest with you, probably the best better defense because you know our defense gets pressure. You know those edge guys come all around the edge. They have the best pass rate. They are talking themselves into this a full lather, a thousand percent. I can't, I can't wait. And don't don't act like you weren't Florida fan, by the way. When when it comes around Saturday, don't well, act like a, you're not hurt. That was a well fought game, and we'll get you next time. Just let Billy recruit a little bit more, and uh, we'll be just fine. We'll be uh, we'll be just fine. Yep, that's what they were all saying before the season. Nobody was saying Kirby Smart in his second year went to a national championship. Oops. Just wait and see what Billy's going to do in his Oops. second year. Oh, okay. But then what had happened? We're going to come back, talk more, but first, these. And these are, in fact, FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash lockdown. We love FanDuel. We made locks. We made the bets. We put uh-huh. the cash in where our money and our mouth meet. That's where FanDuel is. Their official sports book mm-hmm. of Lockdown Bulldogs and Lockdown Podcasts everywhere. Daniel uses it. I use it. We love it. It is convenient, fast, secure. They have all them lines, all them props, all them over-unders, which we gave you out yesterday. Go back and listen to it and be go part back. of the 199. It was and actually today. It was just earlier well, it, today. You should go find it, the locks episode. In- it's, it's out the there. Thread. It's on the it's on the feed. Go get it. A lot of unders this week. A few a overs this week. We like the over One. in the Georgia game, for yes, example. Um, FanDuel's the place to go to make all of these bets. They're going to find the best lines. You're going to have the best props, parlays. FanDuel.com slash locked on. And the promo code locked on. You make a wager as little as $5. You get hundreds of dollars in bonus bets to deposit it directly to your account. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel. But also game time, game Daniel. Time. Game time. Maybe you're down in Jacksonville and you are stumbling around. And the I landing, I'm landing, and you're just trying to like, well, let me get a last minute ticket. Let me get a last minute ticket. Well, this just in: you can get last minute tickets. You can get them. Fantastic price, fantastic experience. Game time. Game time. Dot com. Get over there right now. Dot co. I apologize. Use promo code Locked On College for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app today. It is fast. It is convenient. You get the right tickets at the right price straight to you. We have used them. We love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for getting us tickets to the Kentucky Beatdown. It's going to be a similar fashion uh, over in is Florida. It? Check it, back it, next segment. Check back next segment. But this, we weren't bucket worthy trying to find tickets because Game Time helped us out. Right. Promo code locked on calls for $20 off. Game Time, best place to get tickets last minute. Okay, here's the deal. Here's what I'm going to do right now. Okay. I'm going to go get my bucket. All right. You tell the people why you are nervous about this game as I go get my bucket. Dan. All right. Well, we'll be seeing you, Clint. <clears throat> um, uh, I'm nervous about this game for a multitude of reasons. I'm nervous about this game because it's Jacksonville. I'm nervous about this game because um, because weird things happen in that stadium. I'm nervous about this game because I've been hurt before. I'm nervous about this game because of all of the weird juju, all of that stuff. But that's honestly not what I want to talk about in this segment because none of that is real. None of that is is relevant to anything that happens concerning this team. Let's talk about some things that are real concerning this football team. Uh, 
Number one, Georgia is prone to turn the ball over. We have seen it time and time again this year. They put the ball on the ground in critical situations. They put the ball in harm's way. We saw it in the Vanderbilt game specifically. This Georgia team is it has a real problem with turnovers and it is about, and it's time that we started actually realizing that in a critical game that is not a blowout and a complete overwhelm of talent disparity in a in a in a close game in a back and forth affair of which maybe it's not this week but Georgia's going to be in some of those games coming down the stretch this season. And I think it could be this week. If Georgia puts the ball on the ground like they have been doing this year, then Georgia's going to have a real problem in this game. That's the kind of thing that Florida needs to believe that they can win the football game. So you can talk to me all you want about bad juju, and I've seen things in that stadium before, and your all your history and whatever. That's not real life. Real life is that these Georgia running backs and uh, quarterback and some of the pass catchers, they put the ball on the ground a lot when they have it. And if they do that against Florida, if they give Florida extra opportunities – then all of a sudden the pressure builds, the pressure builds on Carson Beck, the pressure builds on the other wide receivers to make plays in light of Brock Bauer's absence, and then you have a real bucket-worthy situation, Clint. Well, that's great. Uh, if Carson Beck throws an interception in the first quarter, um, subtext can be real light. It's subtext going. is going to we we I don't know sure if you can get shut down on subtext. Uh, it's, it's, I promise you this. I'm going to find out. I subtext will find jumps out. into our text. Like, this is inappropriate. Like this is my personal text. You're like, no, like, this is you, you can't do this in public. It's not public. Well, I, you yeah. still can't do it. Um, Look, here. Here's here's what I'm nervous about. Tell us again. We're nervous about all the things. Uh-huh. Every last one of them. But I'll, I'll tell you, the thing that will make me cringe and legitimately throw uh, things against the wall is when I see our inside linebackers not getting depth on passing routes and Persall is just running rickshaw all over just the middle of the field. Right across the middle of the field. Because JDJ and Sori and Mondin can't get depth. That's what I'm nervous about, because if that's the case, we can't stop that. And they have two very good wide receivers. And I'm not that's that's not me being silly or or a smart. No, they are two really good wide receivers. Yeah. And Mertz has been playing well. We need guys that the run game. I'm fine on in, interior defensive line. Have no nervousness about that. Nervous that the route tree is wide open for Florida to do all manner of horrid, horrid actions against our meaty middle that is just getting sucked dry like a vampire, uh, Daniel. Uh, it's real bad. I'm nervous about that. I'm nervous that Amarius Mims comes back and he Uh-oh. disrupts the continuity in the offensive line that we had. I'm nervous about that. Do I think it's going to no, but can it happen? Yep, it can. 
can Trusk over to left guard and get absolutely handled? He could. And is Fairchild going to have to come in? And then all of a sudden we're missing some pieces and, and we don't know who to go where and what and communications off. Yeah, that can easily take place as well. Am I nervous that when we need third and five and normally we drop it off to a superhuman machine and he runs through six tacklers and now all of a sudden Oscar Delp can't make a block on the edge to save his life? Am I nervous about go. that? Yep, I am nervous about that. Did, need I continue? Because I can. It. I I could almost say this for don't sleep on because I'm just I'm telling you this is going to happen. This is not something I'm nervous about. Georgia fans, I'm telling you that Florida's offense is going to come out on their first drive and look surgical in the way that they dismantle the Georgia defense on the first drive that they have the football. I, I'm not, I am nervous about it. I'm nervous that it's definitely going to happen. I just hope that Kirby Smart, Glenn Schumann, Will Muschamp can make the necessary adjustments sooner rather than later because I could just almost bet my life savings that Florida's game plan when they come out is going to work. They're going to have a plan and they're going to execute their plan and cut this Georgia defense like a hot knife through butter. Now, I think Georgia's going to be able to adjust as they have often yep. in this season. I think you're going to see the coaching disparity that I talked about in the opening segment come to fruition. But there's a reason I'm not hammering 14 and a half, and it's because Florida's going to have the lead in this game. Florida is going to have the lead in this game, and it's not just because they're going to get the ball first and score. Florida is going to have the lead in this game after multiple possessions of the game have happened. That's a reality, Georgia fans. So if you think this is going to be another 42 to 7, it's not. It is not going to be that. No. Well, that's great. Now that no one's listening anymore. Yeah, except well, for Florida fan, which I hate my life. Florida fan, check back, go listen to the first segment again and then <laughs> check back after the break. We have more to talk about. Because don't sleep on. Now um, we're we're gonna we're gonna do that little change. You remember that action figure that you changed face? And he, sure. he, was, he had thousand yes, little faces. We are old. You're right about that. More <laughs> on that back. after this. We're old and prize picks are fantastic. Prize picks is new. Slash locked on college. They are. It's like a brand new baby just waiting for the world to throw it down the slide face first. That's it's, wow. It's hate week. It's a real it's but prize picks doesn't worry about that because they're fantastic. Prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Use promo code locked on college for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Here's what daily fantasy is it's very, really simple. Mm -hmm. You pick a player. Yeah, I give you over and under touchdowns, yards, receptions. Very, very simple. All that sounds fine. Let me, can I just break it down even more? Sure. Just layman's terms. Sure. You pick a player and ask okay. yourself the question. Is he going to do good? Or is he not going to do that good? That's it. That's really what you're doing. On and then you wager money. 
and then, then you say, and then I would if like you to think he's going to do good, and he goes ahead and does good, then what happens? You get paid money for that. that like you've been sounds... doing this in your head every time you watch sports for your entire life. That's the beauty of prize picks. It's it like it's beautiful. The thing that you've been doing mentally as you watch the game, you're like, this guy's going to dominate the glass tonight in this basketball game. He's going to go. dominate the glass. His name's Asa. Like, oh, okay. So you take the over on his rebounds and you get paid money when you're right about him dominating the glass. It's prize picks. Prizepicks.com slash lockdown college. You use the code lockdown college. You get a first deposit match. Hundred it's free money. Prizepicks.com slash lockdown college. Get there now and do it. If you notice, Daniel is trying so desperately to work any basketball reference he can anywhere. Just drop it in seeds. White yep. is a god. And this cannot be disputed. Welcome this one. This is nine. not Gurf. You're not welcome here anymore. No, you no, don't I, stop. You better you better get in line. If you <laughs> if this if this is gonna be the podcast for you, you better get if, in line. If if anything is true about life, Daniel and I get our people in line. <laughs> we run, run a real tight ship <laughs> real tight ship in all our right lives. you just check us out at the taco stand just see how we're organizing things see how we're doing things i'm gonna tell you ship. this right now i'm mm-hmm. gonna tell you this right now we dominated our trip to athens we did it right we did don't it talk, right don't talk to me about getting home no no it was the trip ended at the atlanta airport that's, that's where, where it ended that's where it ended okay Clint, what, don't are, what are we not sleeping on, Daniel? I'm going to start you off. I'm going to kick us off. At least four third down conversions mm. for Lad McConkey. This is going Here to be, you go. mentioned it earlier. You mentioned in the thing you're nervous about. And I just slowly mm-hmm. began to smile in my heart because Georgia's got that guy. They have a go-to receiver. They have a receiver that can be trusted to get open, that can be trusted to secure the football, that can be trusted to get the necessary yards. The third down converter, Lad McConkey, is going to show up and show out in a major way. Now, it might not translate to 100 yards receiving. It might not translate to the most prolific pass catcher that Georgia has in this game. But in the big moments when it's third down, third and five, third and four, third and seven, Lad McConkey's going to be the guy that uh, st- uh, that Carson Beck and this Georgia offense are going to look to, and you're going to tell me that Jalen Kimber and this Florida defense is going to shut him down? I'm sorry. Don't sleep on Lad McConkey being the Brock Bowers-less security blanket for Carson Beck in a major way in this game. I don't hate that at all. I think this is again another week for him to get healthy, another week for him to get back in the system, uh, another week for him to get that rapport going with Mr. Beck. Here's what not to sleep on, Daniel. Don't sleep on um, Kirby never using a death march in this game because he doesn't care two things about Billy Napier. Florida, nope. he hates Florida. He and does. if you're telling me he can the just mule go they ahead. Rode in here on. 
get them out of town. If you're telling me mm-hmm. that he can go ahead and put up points against old Sunbelt Billy and just be explosive. He had that talk with Mike Bobo and he said, Mike, don't you stop when, score when you hear them the squeal, score all the points. Mm. I think Kirby's game plan is going to be, I, I think Florida wants to come out and wants to try to rock them, sock them. And truth be told, I think Kirby's gonna be like, all right, I, I have a bigger fist than you do. You want me to show you here it is. Don't sleep on the death March, not being part of it. And, and watching the explosive run plays happen. I, I think our running game is going to be explosive. It's not going to be five, six yard chunks. I think it's going to be 10, 12 yard chunks plus 25 yard chunks. So if I also had a second one, which I do, I have many don't sleep on, don't sleep on Dejon Edwards having over a hundred yards in the first half, Daniel. Oh, first half. Oh, Oh my, my feel feelings about that. All right. He's the best running back we have. He is the best running back we have. There's no doubt about that. Um, boy, if Kendall Milton is healthy and comes back in this game, would be a huge, would be a huge boost to my personal morale, uh, psyche, your your yes. mental well being. I would feel a lot of good things about that. Um, uh, don't sleep on. I said it when we talked to Brandon on Thursday. I said, you can choose. It's it's like a choose your own adventure book when you play Georgia. Do you want to cover or do you want to try to win? I think Florida and Sunbelt Billy are going to come out and try to win against the Georgia Bulldogs. And I think that that's going to go one of two ways. Okay, I think it's either going to result in a close game. Florida's going to succeed in their in in their purposes and make it a close game or it's going to result in an absolute domination by this Georgia team because Florida's going to try to do things that they don't really have any business doing I think Georgia's I think Georgia's defense is going to give up touchdowns plural I think Georgia's defense is going to get carved up in the early stages of this game. And I think Georgia's defense is going to have multiple interceptions against against Graham Mertz mm-hmm. and this Florida passing game. Because I think Florida is going to be in a position, because of what you just said, of what Mike Bobo and the offense are going to be able to do. I think Florida is going to be in a position to need to continue to be aggressive offensively the way that they were against South Carolina. In order to come back and eventually win that game, the difference is is that Georgia does not have the guys that South Carolina has. Georgia has guys that are much, much more talented. Georgia has Malachi Starks on mm. the back end. Mm. Georgia has Kamari Laster on the back end. I think they both get one on Saturday. And I think Georgia wins the turnover battle. And, I mean, just... I wouldn't take Georgia minus 14 and a half. I would sprinkle some on a crazy alt line, though. Like, give me Georgia minus 20 and a half. Give me Georgia minus 23 and a half. I would sprinkle some on that because I'm not saying it's a predicted outcome on my part. It's not what I'm predicting is going to happen. But if you run 10 simulations of this game, there are multiple of them 
in which Georgia absolutely blows the doors off of Florida because of the style of play that Florida is trying to play and because of the way that that's going to leave them susceptible to both quick three and outs and immediately mm-hmm. giving the ball back to Georgia's offense. There it is. And turnovers when they're trying to force the ball down the field into windows that are not there with a quarterback that has been better than expected, but is still who he is. And who he is is Grayson Lambert-ish. Wow. Why are you giving the people that on Florida Hate Week in the podcast? I didn't say he was Fatone Bauta. I just said (laughs) he was Grayson Lambert-ish. Grayson Lambert was a a solid quarterback. He did some things while he quarterbacked, same as Graham Mertz. This has been Locked On Bulldogs. I I don't know. That's who he is. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll be back with a reaction show, and either we're burning the city down or Florida fan will not be able to stop me from flapping my gums. Insufferable is what we will be. (laughs) What we'll be. Uh, We'll see you guys all then. See ya.